Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Halls Burkhart. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Buddy. Man. So we we did, like, we were responsible podcasters. We knew Street Fighter 6 and Diablo were coming out. So we were like, you know what? We're going to do our homework. We're going to bank an uh, episode or two. That way we can, you know, enjoy these two games we're excited for. And then in the meantime, there's a billion announcements. <laughs> so we're going to try and talk about the Summer Games Fest, the Ubisoft and Capcom showcases, and the Xbox stuff on this episode today. Um, I don't know how in-depth, you know, like Deep Dive will be able to get in, in on any of this. I honestly kind of think maybe, you know, some of these might require, like, some of the individual, a couple of these individual games may require, like, a separate episode just to themselves. Because there's some pretty mm -hmm. cool fucking stuff. Um, oh, yeah. But, I gotta say, I don't know of a summer video game announcement se season that has had more games of interest to your old pal Halls shown off or announced than this one. <laughs> Like, the Xbox conference was predominantly RPGs. Did you notice mm -hmm. that? Like, very RPG heavy. So, I am very excited to talk about some of this stuff with you, buddy. Me too, man. It was fun. Uh, fun getting all this stuff happening, like, in the space of a couple of weeks, you know, with Sony <clears throat> and everything else. You know, we've been talking about this year and leading into this year and how much... There's so much stuff coming out that we're excited for and, oh, how are we going to have time or money for it all? 2024 is already stacking up on us, like, mm -hmm. in a big way. Um, and, you know, we just sort of, this week and next week and last week was sort of the real start of the season for, like, the big, big stuff, right? Like, Street Fighter Six, Diablo Four. <laughs> Sheesh. The week that this comes out is Final Fantasy 16, which, listen, I know, I, I try not to plug the stream too much here on the show, but listen, if you, listen, if you listen to this show on Monday when it comes out, what day is that? The, like, fuck me, I'm bad at calendars. 
Um, twentieth. The twentieth. Nineteenth. Nineteenth or twentieth. So yeah. If you listen to this on Monday the nineteenth, Tuesday the twentieth, Wednesday the twenty-first, or most of the twenty-second, I am in the middle. Um, starting at 11 p.m. Central Time, 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 Pacific. I'm in. I'm starting a 16-hour straight Final Fantasy 16 stream to celebrate the release of that game uh, over at twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod. Come watch me lose my mind. Or fall asleep on stream, maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so, you know, we, we were prepared. We've been... Um, hyping ourselves up and getting ready for the month of June 2023. And this fall is starting to stack up on us already. Like, there's several things of interest coming out. Thankfully, some of it's Game Pass, so save a couple of bucks there. But um, before we jump into all that, though, buddy, do you want to do some brief Street Fighter Six Diablo 4 thoughts? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with Street Fighter Six. What you think, buddy? Oh my God, I love it so much. Yeah, like, ridiculous, ridiculous amount. We've all got characters in silver rank now, and that's fun. Um, probably be stuck there for a while, but uh, it's it's fun, man. It's it's been real good to get a new game. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been hyping it up for so long and getting the full roster of characters. Mm-hmm. It's been a good time. You've, you're better with E Honda than I think you, uh, you anticipated in this game. I want to be good at Cami, buddy. I want to be yeah. good at Cami like I am with E Honda. And I won't lie to you as much as I joke and fucking, um, like playfully kid Jeff about the Cami combo videos. He sends me and ha- about like <laughs> how I'll never be able to do them. Buddy last night, I sat on the floor in front of my TV like I was in fucking fifth grade again and practiced those motherfuckers on my, my fight stick, bro. I, I'm just, I'm trying. I'm actually trying to put the work in to get better in, with Cammy because Jeff has been putting me in the Sneeko cuck chair and playing <laughs> Cammy better than I do. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's how, you, that's how you injure a friendship, Jeff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jeff, of course, Jeff and Randy are very good at it. Of course. And, uh, you know, it's 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 fun to get in there. We've got Sean Hoffman mm-hmm. and Will uh-huh. up, in the, up in the group, you mm-hmm. know. We all get in the, we, we knew Boot Goof in the chat. Dude, can I tell you? So, you know, it came out the second. We played all weekend. Will played a little bit with us. And then that Monday, the Monday after, I was working, and I got a text from Will. And I was like, oh, what Will text me? And he was like, hey, man. Um, tonight, instead of playing Fortnite, do you think you could train me in Street Fighter Six a little bit? And bro, it was <laughs> I like love it. That, it was like that scene in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, it, where his heart grows ten times bigger. I was like, I have never been more. Of course, I will, buddy. So we just hung out in a little private room and like, you know, didn't take it seriously. I was like, this is how you do, you know, drive impacts and. Um, you know, I, I showed him how to do like the charge moves for some of the characters that have to do like their chores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. really good game. I, and, and I knew this going in, I'm always the, the slow kid in the street fighter class that takes me a second to grasp concepts and stuff that everybody else gets a little more quickly. So I'll get there. I just, I am a little bummed with my cami <laughs> you, performance so far. You say that, but <laughs> you are the the early master of the drive impact it's all i have it's all i have and i'm holding on to it with my dying breath bro 
<laughs> you smack everybody around with that thing. Randy, Jeff are not excluded. Uh, <laughs> it's always so funny when you get Randy with it too, because you can just tell it just it takes the wind right out. It, of the sail. You can just hear a little sizzle <laughs> in his voice. It's a little bit. He's like that drive impact. I feel like it's it's. I try to do him, and then boom, he's got another one cocked and ready. I mean, I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> now, what I'll say is, um, so far in six, six, it, the mechanics of six have forced me to be more observant and aware of my bars right so mm -hmm. like in five i would you know glance down at my v meter bar or whatever and and my comp like my special meter bar or whatever in this i am acutely aware at all times of not just my bar but also my opponent's bar um mm -hmm. and i think that is a cool aspect of six that um i didn't necessarily see coming and it just sort of naturally happened right um, another cool thing, I switched mains. Like, yeah, I'm now I'm, I'm now a man on main for the first time in uh, Street Fighter history. My I'm no longer maining Ken. The, you need to so less weird man, but we, we I need to see you I need to see you wrap those dick scanners around Ken's fight stick. All right, I need to see Steve play some Ken because it does feel a little that. weird. You're very good with Manon. Manon is fucking scary. Um, also, Rob, uh, come play. Yeah, Rob, come, come play. get some. Yeah, buddy. We'd love to have you. Um so, yeah, uh loving Street Fighter 6. It's beautiful. Like it's mm -hmm. it looks amazing. I still like my biggest complaint is silly. And that's that when we're playing against each other, we don't see the same background. I hate it. I hate it so much cuz I'll be like, "Oh shit, look at this dude in the background." People will be like, "Oh, I'm on the training stage." So, so, and going forward, and this is majorly annoying, but I think I know how to fix it. Oh and Lord, we just have to set it in our menu, like before we go go in. We both have to select the same stage, okay. like in our in our preset or whatever. Okay, it's extra step we have to take, which is annoying. But, but we'll probably get real fast at it. Yeah, and do it enough. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, there are certain small annoyances. You I know, also with, I still don't like the private room set up mm -hmm. like you know i wasn't super stoked with the whole you know us hanging out in the battle hub in the the beta and i was like oh it'll probably be better in the private room it's not you can't like the one thing street fighter 5 has over this game is that in the private rooms it just kept everybody in order right mm -hmm. so like you always knew who was up next and it just moved you up into that slot you readied up boom you go um minor annoyances though mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. Yeah, small nitpicky things, which which I totally understand and are kind of annoying. The first Battle Pass came out super duper underwhelming. Yeah, um, it's but mainly with that said, Avatar stuff. So It's five bucks. I'm yeah. not going to get it anyway. No big deal. Yeah. Um, now, Diablo 4 is Oof. one we've also dicked around with a good bit. I love that game. I think it's really good. Yeah. Diablo 4 is the reason I have not played more uh, World Tour in street fighter six because i'll play some world tour and i'll be like this is cool you can definitely see the yakuza influences mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which by the way remember i called that out in the lat when they did the like reveal of cammy that time you did yeah and i was like it's weird their restaurant interface looks a lot like yakuza and then the actual game is a lot like yakuza yeah, there's mini games yeah. like Yakuza. You yeah. make pizza, <laughs> and um, so like I, I think World Tour is fun and it's good. But every time I play it, I go, 
yeah, but Diablo 4 is very fun. <laughs> right? But yeah. I could be getting a skill point in my fucking uh, my, yeah. my shout tree or whatever. Yeah, now, you listen. and I are both playing one-player barbarians, like yep. our solo characters, which yep. is funny. And then slightly we... different builds. Yeah, you're but... doing more of a two-handed bleed build. I'm doing more of a um, dual-wielding duty stomping build i don't know what to call a weapons a weapon switching build yeah weapon i think is the way build. it sounded to me yeah. there's a there's your ultimate ability is your that you're going to get is probably called walking arsenal which like gives you super bonuses every time you switch your weapon mm -hmm. i think kind of deal that, well that. so i've been fucking around with the ultimate abilities and listen we're not going to talk about either of these games a whole lot because both are going to get dedicated episodes. big episodes yeah um i got a unique item last night my first unique Ooh, um, cool yeah i haven't gotten one of those and one of its aspects greatly increases the call of the ancients ultimate ability mm -hmm. so i switched over to that and it is powerful bro so oh, now, that one sounded fun. That's the yeah. one where you can summon like three people in. Yeah, right? and they, they just different attacks. Yeah, and my yeah. the the aspect on my uh, unique item, anytime I do a, a a leap attack or a ground stomp, it summons an ancient that does the same attack. So oh, like it's just cool. me and my ghost buddies annihilating demons at this point. That's sick. Um, That's and, really cool, man. And then Steve and I are playing. We've got a, a two-player game that we're taking pretty slowly um, where I'm playing a necromancer. He's playing a sorcerer. And I got to say, so initially, Steve and I both planned on just playing that game on its regular release date because its early access was right around when Street Fighter came out. And so that Thursday, the day before Street Fighter came out, you know, it's my day off and I'm at the gas station and I had secretly been like, well, you know what? You know what would kill the time before Street Fighter comes out? I was playing a little Diablo. So mm -hmm. I went ahead and bought the big stupid edition that gets you early access. <clears throat> and I pulled up to the gas station before I got out of my car. I, um, I looked down at our group chat and I saw Steve said he had Diablo 4 pre-downloading now. And I was like, oh, well, I wonder if that's just for the regular release or the... Um, if he got the early access one. So I, it's time for me to throw out the fishing bait. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I text Steve and I go, yeah, I got the big stupid Diablo. So I'm going to be playing in a few hours when he goes live. And then Steve texts me back and he's like, yeah, I got it too. And then I said, oh, buddy. All right, let's let's see. Let's, let's, take, a, let's take a chance. And I said, would you want to play together? And sure enough, boy, we got started. And it is fun. I, I got to say, you know. As someone who's played all of them, I haven't beaten three completely. Mm -hmm. um, this may be the most enjoyable single-player Diablo I've ever played. Um, you know, I, I've got a lot of experience playing two with other people, three with other people. I never could get into playing three solo for some reason. Mm -hmm. Just something about the feel of it. But playing with a buddy, poof. A lot of fun in this. Pretty fun. Yeah. Feels really... I, uh, our buddy Brad, you know, I had him over to the house, and he was he's wanting to see Street Fighter. and um, he, was, he, he asked if I had Diablo, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And I showed it to him, and he was losing his fucking mind. You know how Brad is. Mm. Oh, my God. He's not a gamer, so, like, he only sees games once in a great while. Yeah. So it's, like, melting his mind. Yeah. And I was like, this is, like, Gauntlet 
on like the most steroids you could possibly pump uh-huh. into a human being you uh-huh. know like it's, it's like it's like if if you took a whole bunch of mushrooms um when you were in a really bad headspace went to a haunted house and then played gauntlet like that shit is like it is beautiful like in the most yeah. dark weird fucked up way like the dungeons are so well designed and the lighting and just you know like I've never necessarily thought of Diablo as like a graphical showcase, right? It's an isometric, right. you know, game. Looks like, good, but yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, but this yeah. one, uh, like I constantly find myself like when there's a break in the madness, just stopping and checking out the dungeons mm-hmm. or the environments I'm in. And it's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really dark and fucked up. But yeah. I love that too. You yeah. Know? Yeah, there's a, a Hellraiser quest that we both ended up coming across on our solo playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Street Fighter Six and Diablo Four both get high marks from us. Um, yeah, what a time to be alive where we have two games of that quality. Um, I had to fucking fix, uh, modify my fight stick again. You know it's bad when I'm in the lab, as mm-hmm. but not like training. I'm fucking tinkering with my fight stick. Like a dwarven engineer uh-huh. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've got know? like a, a, what are they called? Not a monocle, but what are those things? Like a jeweler's I know eyepiece? Talking, yeah, yeah, a jeweler, mm-hmm. a jeweler eyepiece, exactly. <laughs> so enough about games that are out and actually in our hands. Let's talk about some shit coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Look to the future. Yeah, man. So um, we're going to go sort of out of chronological order. But we're going to start with the first big one that happened since we recorded the one about the Sony um showcase or whatever the fuck it was called and that's the summer games fest hosted by old dead in the eyes serial killer <laughs> jeff Keeley himself you know he grand theft auto a couple of uh-huh. uh, hookers mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. he was <laughs> wearing he was wearing m- wearing socks made from missing ladies that dude <laughs> dead in the eyes bro um summer games fest 2023 so like over the last few years, this whole Summer Games Fest has certainly sort of taken the place of E3 in a lot of ways. And, like, it just doesn't seem like E3 is going to be a thing again, you know? Um, but I got to say, like, as fucking off-putting as that man is, he can put together, he and his team can put together a good showcase. Um, <clears throat> now, I got to say... Mm, Despite the fact that, you know, like, uh-oh. Oh, my Lord. But the um, the showcase itself was airing while I was at work. But you watched it, and you were actually uh, nice enough to send me minute-by-minute um, minute updates of the cool shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what stood out to you from the – let's save the big one, the end one, for the end of this particular section – yeah uh i was gonna say um you know uh let me see if i can pull up my notes here um i did think the nicholas cage dead by daylight part was pretty fun. that definitely was awesome yeah that was fun um you know it it was it that's goofy and you know nicholas cage he's goofy Mm -hmm. he's leaning into the bit you know you could tell he didn't look like he was ashamed to be there or whatever yeah uh, like embrace it bro yeah, and yeah you know what like i also want to give some um kudos to behavior right who do um dead by daylight right 
because there's one or two ways they could have taken promoting and supporting Dead by Daylight, and that's like the super serious edge lord, right? You know, or you just fucking meme on it and get goofy, and they get goofy, and it's to that game and that community's benefit. Yes. And like they're very fucking cool about like pride events and shit. So I, as frustrating as it can be occasionally playing Dead by Daylight, like, and I know there's definitely plenty of toxicity in the community, whether it's survivors or killers, mostly killers. Um, uh, it's also like a, a community and a game I'm proud to support in that right. way. Mm -hmm. So um, I think this is great. Now, what I would like to see is further. So he's going to be a survivor. Survivor. Which, mm -hmm. Like, I think it's cool, but it's also a little bit of a bummer because I just think him being a killer would be hilarious. Mm -hmm. But if we're doing this, let's fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me Jean-Claude Van Damme as a survivor. <laughs> Give me Jack Black. Give me Strong Waifu. Ooh, woo. Oh, oh my goodness. God. I would never play another game. It's funny that you brought up Jean-Claude Van Damme because there was also a good amount of Mortal Kombat 1 yep, stuff. Yep. And they brought out old Ed Boone himself. They brought him on stage and talked about the game a little bit, but they uh, you know, they talked about Jean-Claude Van Damme being in the game, mm -hmm. you know, as having a Johnny Cage skin and confirmed that he was voicing it too. Yep. So, we know what Hawes's main will be in Mortal Kombat 1. Yep. I, well, listen, I was always a bit of a Johnny Cage you guy. You sure but, were. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I but also had my out. single lady squad, which I still will. You, you know? still will. Yep. Katana. Ooh, woo, get at me. How you doing, girl? I gotta yeah, say. I'm excited about that game. You me know? too. Like, I didn't understand kind of the backlash. People think it looks too much like Eleven or whatever, but I, I don't know. And people are we gonna, that spoiled as gamers? If something uh, is announced and um, shown off, there's going to be people complaining. You know what I mean? Like, trust mm -hmm. me, buddy, as a Star Wars fan who is very on the internet when it comes to Star Wars, it's you just got to tune out that noise. If you care about something, it's best to just, like, focus on, you know, the people you vibe with about it and... Yeah, their true. opinions, you know, because there's certainly games and uh, all these things that didn't appeal to me either. Mm -hmm. you oh, know, yeah, of course, underwhelming. So, um, I thought the graphics looked really good, the backgrounds looked really good. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I love that clash mechanic that they do, like loading into the fight where it's like the two characters facing off and then it zooms out and you're in the fight. Like, I think that's a really creative way to handle like the loading screen before the mm -hmm. fight. Um, the story looks way more appealing to me than the last one. I'm on record as not really liking that last one story a whole lot. I felt it was a little yeah. goofy. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm excited for this one. Now, I will say, you know, they've they've gone on record saying this is the longest a Mortal Kombat has been in development. And it's not launching with crossplay support. Mm, yeah. That's not ridiculous. Hot. Yeah. That's not hot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> not cool. But with that said, I'm probably day one the shit anyway. Oh, I mean, I mean, hey, listen. Sorry, Jeff and Randy. You guys going to have to get a PlayStation if you want to play with day us on day one. <laughs> Jeff's like, no, I'll wait the 14 months to get it. Yeah, all right, buddy. All right. Look, me and you, we yep. lab hard. Oh, yeah. When they come uh -huh. in. Yeah, and they'll duty stop us Johnny immediately. 
<laughs> just say, hey, what? We'll be just spending however <laughs> long it takes before the fucking crossplay comes out. And the first day, I'll, I'll be texting you like, ooh, can't wait to get my hands on Randy and Jeff. Fatality. It's me. Randy's ripping my spine Brutality. out. Fucking yeah. Jeff's tearing my booty hole open or whatever the fuck. He's got the custom fatality somehow. Yeah, yeah. He's deleted Johnny Cage from my game. Um, Brilliant. Um, so there was, you know, then they got, there was one game now that I'm looking at my notes that I actually was kind of stoked about. And it was a game called Witchfire, which I don't even know if it's going to be on console. Um, just because I'm a big fan of the people can fly the, the developer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I liked both bullet storm and painkiller were two their two previous games. And, uh, this looks kind of in that vein and, uh, you know, I hope it's for console. Cause I don't have a PC that could run that. I'm sure the steam deck could maybe do it but yeah but you know um i have to imagine that it probably will it's one of those games they'll probably put out because i see that it's an early access game it'll mm -hmm. probably do its early access time on steam and then when it's ready for full release you know to probably have a console release it would be weird right. if it didn't given their, yeah um, i agree their previous uh support of consoles um do you, um do you have any thoughts on the sonic game yeah dude um i'm um, all i'm gonna say is some of my buddies better be expecting to get gifted that game and play that shit with me <laughs> that's what i'm saying because it it's co-op four player yeah. yeah like four player co-op yeah i love okay. me some sonic man you know i have the latest sonic frontiers the one that's kind of open world i got it for on the real steep discount back around black friday and haven't played it yet just because everything else but right <laughs> Um, I really like this one. I like the fact that it's, you know, uh, more of a 2D take on Sonic, but it's graphically updated. So it's not like Sonic Mania, which was really good, which was, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like um, the Shredder's Revenge right. of Sonic games, where it was very similar to the first three games on the Genesis and stuff. Um, I'll say this. Alan Wake 2 looked fucking cool. Ooh. I'm going to have to replay that first one. It's yeah. been so long, you know? So I'm, I, that's a stream game for me. I'm going to replay that 100%. first one on stream because people seem to like when I play the spooky games because I'm so jumpy. I, um, think, I think Cindy and I are going to do that. Yeah. I think she'd like, the, like that game. I think so too. Um, and I heard, like I was reading some interviews with the developers and they said, um, you know, the two characters, there's Saga Anderson, that's the lady, and then Alan mm. Wake. Gameplay split up, split up right down the middle, about 50-50 for each character. Mm. And they called it um, True Detective versus, uh, meets Stephen King. And I was like, right. okay, mm. all right. Because it definitely has a True Detective vibe to it. Yeah, they described it as survival horror. Yeah. Which I don't even think they described the first game as survival horror necessarily. I mean, it definitely is strides that realm for sure. Yeah, like, for sure. It, it felt the first one definitely felt like a Stephen King mm -hmm. novel. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see the true detective influence on this one. Yeah. Yeah, because that first season of True Detective. Sheesh. Um, good shit. And then, of course, like, listen, we might as well be a official sega endorsed fucking yakuza like a dragon podcast <laughs> um so at the summer games showcase we talked about both the the like a dragon yakuza games that are we're going to be talking about today because they were announced last year officially but now we're finally getting like looks at gameplay so they showed off like a dragon gaiden the man who erased his name 
It's coming out November 9th, and it is the game that bridges Yakuza 7, or Like a Dragon, and Yakuza 8, which is like like a dragon unlimited wealth or some shit um, like a dragon naked on a beach yeah and this one is is back to Cosma, and uh it's him basically becoming a secret agent or some shit it looks wacky go figure yeah um, he's got some crazy abilities in this yeah. one it looks like too yeah and um this is more in line with the usual Yakuza action beat em up, beat em up. gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's where, not the turn based yeah. like the, the other one is. Right. Um, I'm very I'm curious because this is, I think, um, from what I understand, you know, and I haven't played too far into the series, but what they've been able to do with the combat in the Judgment games, Lost Judgment in particular, I think the fans of the series are pretty big on. Yeah. Um, so I'm really anxious to see how that translates into this game. I'm expecting it to be probably the most fun beat 'em up they've done. Well, and, and I'll say like you know for us right, who we just we played Zero and Kiwami right, mm-hmm. those are on the same engine. Playing Ishin and playing um, specifically Kiwami Two, and have played a little bit of Judgment. Um, the combat in those is way different and way more fun than Zero mm-hmm. and Kiwami, which I always enjoyed and thought was fun. So seeing that progress even further, I think this will probably be pretty solid. Now, this is not a 100-plus hour Yakuza experience. This is a no. smaller game. I don't even think they're doing a physical version. It's download only. Um, probably the, the the ones that they've... The way they've been comparing it is to like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and uh, what was the smaller Uncharted game they did? Oh, uh, a Thief's Force. Legacy. Not yeah, a whatever. Thief's Legacy. I know what it, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It was the one is the side one with the two ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so, can't think of it, so this uh, you know I imagine it's still going to be pretty beefy and there's going to be side activities and stuff, but I don't think it's going to take four months to beat or some shit. No, that'll which be is eight. Good, yeah, honestly, it's yeah, kinda nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, there was that Star Trek game. You know, goo for you, man. Um, I said, go, go, go grab Will. Tell mm-hmm. him. Um, let's see. There was there was that game Sandland that looked kind of interesting to mm-hmm. me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's really anime, super anime, like Mad Maxi. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. I want to know more about it. I don't. I'm not sure if it's for me yet. Yeah. But. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Listen. Akira Toriyama, the genius behind Dragon Ball, also behind Chrono Trigger and Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. like a new franchise with that dude, 
you know, working on it. You've got me intrigued. I need right. to see I'm more intrigued. about it. Yeah. Listen, buddy, did you see, did you watch the trailer for Honkai Star Rail? Yes. Let's play that together. I think that looks like something you and I would, would enjoy. <laughs> buddy, let's play it together, please. Do you know how, my, like every day, Steve, I wake up and I put my good foot off the bed, then put my fucking <laughs> weird foot off the bed, I put my socks on, put my shirt on. I take my silly little goofy dog out front to go, and I smoke a silly little cigarette, and I say to myself, fuck! I wish Steve would play Genshin Impact with me. Yeah, Genshin. Let me, let me get my hands on them anime waifus. But we never <laughs> do, and it's fine. It's not like we don't play video games together. That's not right, the problem. Right. But, but we can start from the beginning with this one. Yeah, I just feel like... There's a void in our lives that mm -hmm. this would fill. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That we don't really realize is, is oh, there until I we know play it's the game. there. <laughs> I know it's there. I feel the emptiness inside me that is not filled by a gotcha game where the prizes are anime waifus. <laughs> I have an unhealthy uh, love of anime, so yeah, let's so get this done. Let's do it, buddy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's that. That one will be on the list. And, and I mean, we can roast um, that lord of the rings game that looked pretty bad man uh, they so it's interesting because you know embracer group who owns lord of the rings now they have announced that they're like laying off a lot of people and closing some studios that they own and canceling mm -hmm. some games because they want to go all in on lord of the rings well, I mean, if you've got the license, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I I understand. But, I mean, and this game is by no means, like, a write-off just yet. But mm. I wasn't necessarily impressed with what I saw. Um, no, it know, looks uh, like uh, Lord of the Rings Deep Rock Galactic. Right. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, like yeah. A, a survival crafting game. They really need, like, I hope Embracer does does right by the lord of the rings license as far as video games are concerned because it needs it <laughs> mm -hmm, real bad I agree. um john carpenter's toxic commando i thought looked pretty good but mm -hmm. with that said <sighs> fucking another zombie game yeah you know well I mean? you know what you know how i would play this right here <laughs> i already know what you're gonna play <laughs> game pass that's right uh, this is a 100% game that if it was on Game Pass, I'd be te text you being like, I'm about to try out Toxic Commando. That's right, man. And Let's try. If I John, if love John Carpenter, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know what I would be? I mean, once again, fucking zombies. Do a uh, John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China first person shooter, huh? Mm -hmm. Huh? Huh? Where's John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China? Huh? huh? All right, um, Warhammer Space Marine 2. Thought looked pretty good. Yeah. Looked like it could be fun for three of us to let, play. Let, let Nick know. Yeah, Nick will definitely get up in that. And, and that was about it, man. I, I, I don't, was, there was one more game, I think, that they talked about no, at the very end. No, we can just end. move on to Ubisoft. Okay, cool. Let's just um, and No! <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I got to be honest with you. The Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was a 100% surprise to me because... I kind of would have thought that would have come at the Sony conference, and I thought, if anything, they would wait until after 16 released, right, mm -hmm. to re reveal it. Now, this is a game that I I have percolating in my mind, Grape Steve, um, 
an episode that we may do where I explain my theories and thoughts on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and what it will basically be will be that always sunny meme with Charlie in front of the <laughs> conspiracy board. The whiteboard, yeah, yeah, the people uses the meme format. Um, obviously, I was very excited about this. Um, I might have fucked off from work for four minutes to go watch the trailer <laughs> when you texted me about it. Um, and it looks really good. Like, you know, it, it's in pure Final Fantasy uh, fashion there it's there's a lot of like ooh, it's so weird and different what's going on uh-huh. but there's yeah. enough familiar familiar stuff there to also you know keep you invested in the original story like you see some of the cosmo canyon stuff you see tifa in her cowgirl outfit right when sephiroth uh tries to kill her like in the flashback stuff i said ooh woo um <laughs> i saw that red 13 combat footage uh-huh. i said ooh woo uh-huh <laughs> um yuffie was in the trailer as well yep. so running running the fuck out of there mm-hmm. um <laughs> now what was crazy to me you know there's been a bit of a question about the second game because the first game was very contained to midgar and they greatly expanded midgar so it didn't just feel like a lot of there was some, but a lot of padding to the original stories Midgar second section, right? And <laughs> it's kind of been a question of like, well, how are they going to do the second game? Because if you've played the original, you know that once you leave Midgar, like this huge world opens up to you. And it's not open world necessarily, but it's close, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a question of like, are they going to do that? Or are they just going to keep you contained to different areas as you go along? And it looks to be quite open. In fact, one of the sections in the trailer, um, people have have screen grabbed it because, you know, like your your navigation bar at the top, and it'll show like the quests you have pinned, and it'll show you how close they are. One of them said, "1521 miles away is where the quest was." Jesus. So <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be pretty vast and big. Yeah. Um, now, it did get a slight delay. So they were saying this game originally was going to come out in the winter of this year. You and I have said since they said that, that's just getting delayed. And sure enough, it is. It's coming out early next year, they said. That's fine. Yeah. And we expected it to kind of be, we, we kind of anticipated that. So Yeah, and, you know, it's not like we're lacking in games this year. Exactly. So, yeah, lacking in Final Fantasy games either. Oh, so. so just, you know, get it right and, and fucking get it to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait though. I can't wait. Why the fuck was Tifa on a stretcher? I don't like seeing that. No, sir. No, I don't either. No, sir. Not here for that. Oh. But yeah, fun showcase. I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's not their big uh, tentpole show of the year, but it's it's a pretty solid one every year too. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so, um, Capcom had a showcase. Now this one, you know, kind of hard to go into really in depth because you know when you compare it to say the summer games fest or the playstation showcase or the xbox showcase it's much more focused right the biggest (laughs) one thing i came away from this was the the dragon dogmas 2 gameplay trailer which looked fucking incredible i can't wait for that game dude Um, so good they said the world is four times the size of the original um which is insane um 
Yeah, I mean, like that's pretty. That's a pretty big one. Isn't uh, the Spider-Man map double? Yeah. Oh, th that's right. On the Summer Games Fest, they said that Spider-Man comes out October twentieth. They gave us the the release date, and the developers oh, right. said they're confident mm -hmm. in it. Shoo! Another freaking insane game mm -hmm. dropping this this mm -hmm. fall. I'm going to have a real hard time at the end of this year coming up with a game of the year, buddy. Last I was gonna year say, was so fucking is... easy. We were just like Elden Ring. <laughs> this is going to be, yeah, last year was mad easy. Mm -hmm. and, and this year is going to be so tough. There's, there's you know, legitimate, I might legitimately have a top 10 list of game of the year. We, you know what we may need to do is we may need to do the first annual high potion video game awards. I think you're right. We could do our top ten. Yeah, in best different categories. We have order. to break it down in categories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, let's work. Shit. Let's, let's yeah, we'll get out of the yeah, off yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this later. Um, Dragon's Dogma Two, I thought looked awesome. I am getting more and more intrigued by Exo Primal with each little bit we see. Yeah, um, they're they're gonna have to sell me on that one. People are gonna have to come out and be like, "I love this fucking game." I don't know, just something about it hasn't really hooked me yet. Even with like them adding Street Fighter characters. Yeah, well, that helped for me. <laughs> um, and it's on Game Pass. So, mm -hmm. you know, like if that's a game that we can all play together and there's cross-play and shit, like I could see us at least giving it a run the, sure. the weekend and see if we like it. Now, we also said that about, um, what's that fucking doo-doo game? Redfall. Um, Redfall, I hadn't even thought about downloading <laughs> so it, it, better, have to wait. <laughs> it better get some good reviews. You know what I mean? Exoprimal better get some decent reviews for it to get that hard drive space from me. Yeah. Um, Capcom be cooking these days, though, man. They be. Let them cook. Now, there is um, this game, Kinetsugami Path of the Goddess, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that game looks kind of cool. It's like got a real striking, colorful art style. Looks kind of creepy. Um, it's got like a action strategy element to it. It's one I'm going to keep an eye on for okay. sure. Um, now, <clears throat> the the Ubisoft forward. Now, I'll be 100% honest with you, buddy. There is not too many developers that I would be less interested in their own um, presentation than Ubisoft, to be 100% honest with you. I know, they're not my jam, really. They're not typically. my jam either. You know, I do like some of the Assassin's Creed games. I do think the new one that's coming out being um, more in line with the sort of classic old style of it is fascinating to me. Still don't know that it's like a day one, right? But they also have a Star Wars game in development. Star Wars Open World, the game you've been clamoring for yep. for a long time. A long time. A long time. Um, and so I didn't see the gameplay trailer for this. Oh, so I'm going to rely on, on your, so your description. They ended the Xbox trailer or conference with um, a CG story trailer, which was phenomenal. But it's it's a CG story trailer. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be fooled again by just a CG fooler. You know, I'm, right. I'm old enough to know, like, okay, that it serves its purpose, but that, you know, it's a trailer. <laughs> it, it didn't show gameplay. 
But then, like, right after the conference, they were like, oh, by the way, we're going to show gameplay tomorrow. And they showed 10 minutes of gameplay. Nice. And this game is supposed to come out next year. Now, that makes a lot of sense to me because the the EA exclusive Star Wars license expires at the end of this year. Um, so you think these guys, well, they obviously have been, you know, if they've been working on it before the the exclusive agreement was up then. Oh, I mean, I yeah, guess they're that's allowed okay. to. You're yeah, allowed to do it, that. It, they couldn't release it while the exclusive agreement was going on, but you can work on it. Um, right. So, um, now, I'll also say, like, for video game fans and Star Wars fans alike, strap in. That's going to get delayed. I'm calling it now. That game's not coming out next year. Yeah. If that game is supposed to come out, it's supposed to come out end of next year, and I, I have a feeling it'll probably get delayed. I mean, just look at every other fucking Ubisoft game. They've been getting this, uh, fucking delayed left and right, right? Um, but maybe I'll be wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong. Um, the gameplay looked really cool, buddy. It is... Um, it, it, it featured a lot of things that I fucking love. The combat, I will say the combat, uh, so it's third person, okay? Mm-hmm. The combat looked a little rough in parts, but it's an early look. There's plenty of time to tune that up, right? Like that, that, That's one of the easiest things they could tune up. Um, but, so like it starts with like sort of a stealth part where the main character, she's like sneaking through this base um, and trying to um, steal something. And then she gets caught, and so it breaks out into full combat. And, like, the parts that didn't look rough looked really awesome. Like, blowing up these, you know, big ships and causing huge explosions. And you got, like, a little alien buddy that helps you. And then after that, she fucking books it out, slides down a rope, jumps on a speeder bike, and then is hauling ass through this planet. There's other dudes on speeders chasing her. She's doing, like, a Red Dead dead eye thing to shoot them while they're on their speeders blowing their speeders up it's insane right gets into the town takes you know whatever item it was for the quest she was doing wraps up the quest there's dialogue options you know i love a dialogue option (laughs) yep ends up pissing off the empire and gets like a wanted level almost grand theft auto style and then has to escape the planet so she runs and gets on her ship and this is all gameplay Hits atmosphere, goes out into space, is fucking space combating with uh, TIE fighters, hits hyperspace, goes to another planet. It looked fucking cool, man. It looked awesome. I mean, that sounds like the game of your dreams. Yeah, man. I can't wait till we're all playing this. I cannot wait. Um, I'm so glad that the EA exclusivity is ending. And I'm someone who's liked all the EA Star Wars games, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But... Yeah, the more the merrier. Exactly. We're going to get more Star Wars games. There's going to be some doo-doo. This could be doo-doo. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wade through some bad games here and there, but that's worth the price, I think. Yep. I think this, so. I don't, I don't think this will be one. I don't think so either. You know, it's made by Massive. They made um, The Division, which mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily my jam, but I did uh, enjoy it enough. Um, but if this is a completely different type of game too. So that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, also people, a lot of people like the division, yeah. you know, no, it I'm, was yeah. able to carry a player base for, for quite some time. It still is, was. I think yep. division too. So, um, 
you know, then the um, the Avatar game got a release date. Um, I don't know. I'll check it out probably because I like Avatar well enough. That's a, a game that has been delayed a whole lot. And I'll be honest, the gameplay didn't strike me as super awesome. So we'll see. Um, and then there's like a bunch of Assassin's Creed mobile games and the crew and shit. Stuff I'm not really interested in. Skull and Bones, no thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, to me, I, if there wasn't the Star Wars Outlaws trailer, I don't know that we'd really be talking about this. Yeah. Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we would. Now, however, what we would be talking about is the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Um, a, a pretty good one. Um, yeah. All things considered, you know. I um I gotta say I said it earlier the fact that most of the games featured were RPGs just made me so happy. We got mm-hmm. our first look at Fable. Did you watch that trailer? I did. I, I mean, like, I, I hate to sound like a curmudgeon with this, but they've had the they've had this game announced since 2020, and it's just a cinematic trailer. No, there's gameplay. Know? That's there's gameplay in there. There was gameplay in there. There 100 is gameplay in there. Oh, and I need to watch it again. So, okay. I only saw, like, I caught the cinematic version or something like that. So when you see Richard Aoti or how Aoti or however you mm-hmm, say his name, mm-hmm. the guy from IT Crowd, when he's talking, that's cinematic. But when he's talking about, like, oh, everybody loves adventurers. They're out uh, fighting and fucking up monsters. It cuts to gameplay. And it's actual oh, cool, gameplay. Cool. So there was gameplay and they're good. It's pretty look, and, and it looked pretty phenomenal. Like, awesome. stunning. So... You know, it looked like they nailed the vibe of of Fable, which has always been kind of goofy. I love this franchise, so I'm glad to see it coming back. Like, just get it out, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're taking their time with it. Which is probably good. uh, Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's it's one that they have to have succeed. Wouldn't you agree? Like, that's one of those big ones for them. Because if it succeeds, then it reignites that franchise, right? Mm Mm-hmm it's game pass day one so that's another you know driving force towards getting people on game pass like there there could be a lot riding on this game more so than something like redfall right mm-hmm. yeah a lot more i would a say a lot more yeah um they showed off the cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty expansion and it got a release date of september 26th and like i was always going to check that out you know, more time in that world is cool with me. Idris Elba, fuck yeah. But From what, what I understand, it's, yes. it's like they're rehauling the fucking game completely with this. I did not understand. I didn't realize that until I was yeah. reading articles today that not only are they adding the expansion, which adds another huge area to the game, the entire base game is getting overhauled from the ground up, meaning uh, uh, NPC AI, skill trees, every single thing is getting uh uh overhauled like it is a brand new version of Pi- Cyberpunk 2077 plus a meaty ass DLC. This is to me the true next gen version of Cyberpunk 2077. I think, right. I think you're right. Because you know they they put out that version which you know hey look you we we enjoyed our Cyberpunk yeah. playthroughs yeah, by we the did. time we did it, you know. I'm really looking forward to checking this out. I Wait, think this so- is going to be 
So Amazing. I was, you know, originally I was thinking, okay, cool, I'll play the DLC. Well, fuck me, I guess I got to play a whole nother Cyberpunk playthrough. Yep, another playthrough. Here we go, happen. baby. Yeah. Here we go. Yep, and I mean, that's great because there's a whole shitload of endings. I did a bunch of things one way, now I'll do them another way. Yeah. Um, they said there's even going to be new endings Jeez. that are affected by the DLC. Um, Makes sense. Now, I got to tell you, buddy. So once again, I didn't watch this this you know showcase. It was while I was working. You sent me a text saying that Avowed looked like doo doo feces. I didn't like the way that this game looked. So, but I, the, hold on, hold on. I want to say when you said that, I said, okay, yeah, well, maybe he's being a little harsh. No, it looks bad. It looks kind of butt. Like, but here's the thing: like uh, the Outer Worlds, to me, didn't look that great either. So, and and that you say that's a good game. I didn't really play it. It's very good. Outer so, Worlds is very good. So this is one of those situations where maybe we give the the graphics a little bit of a break. That was see. Yeah, my one takeaway, and graphics aren't everything, right, but there's yeah. something. Is <laughs> it looked something. incredibly last gen to me? Like, yeah, that's yeah, I agree. Like beginning of last gen. Now. This game's not out yet. There's plenty that could go down, but I don't know that there's going to be a significant enough overhaul to change that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Now, it's on Game Pass, right? So it's it's completely... I don't have to make any financial investment in this game. I can wait on the reviews, and people are if people are like, hey, this game's cool as shit, of course I'm going to try it. You right. know? I like Obsidian. Right. I like the Pillars of Eternity games, which this game is set in like that world. Mm -hmm. the trailer didn't really do it for me though i like when i watched it i was like steve's right yeah i fully yeah. agree that was definitely one of the more underwhelming ones for me which kind of sucks i know people are excited about that game but mm -hmm. we still got some time they said 2024 did that have like a firm release no, or was just it just 2024 20, so yeah. that's hopefully late 2024 Let's, um, let's cross our fingers for that. Maybe be for the better. They showed off the Persona 3 remake, which excites me, which is really funny because it had it got accidentally leaked by um, Atlas like the day before on their social media. I'm going to play this. Persona 3, um, I've never played that one. I've only played 4 and 5. And Persona 3 seems to be kind of the hipster's choice of Persona games. You know oh, what I mean? So we should ask Randy? Has Randy played this <laughs> You know, Randy's who got me started on Persona. We were recording a podcast years ago. And I, like before we were recording, I was talking about JRPGs. And Randy was like, you should try Persona 4. That's a hell of a game. And I was like, oh, really? And sure enough, it was a That's hell a of a call. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, as a JRPG guy, like, and the turn-based guy, you know, like... Those games yeah. seem like they'd scratch your itch. Yeah, I mean, good. I really like them. And, uh, you know, the remake, like the, the, there's a version of three on Game Pass now that I keep like side eye on, like, is, is now the time? It's not. I'll wait. I'll wait for the remake. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Like, I like that series. I'm excited. I'll be excited when six, whenever six comes out. I think this is sort of a stopgap. Right mm -hmm. to keep people interested in the franchise while they're working on six, mm -hmm. some sort of leaks and rumors seem to point to like a 2025, 2026 release for Persona mm -hmm. Six. So it's still a little ways away. Oh yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Um, I'm just, I, I think I'm gonna check it out. You know, um, yeah. You know, I like turn-based gameplay, man. I'm unapologetic. 
Me too. There's a, re- there's a reason it's called turn-based. All right. Uh-huh. Got him. Got him. Um, uh, yeah, I look, I'm going to play the shit out of that game. I'll tell you right now. Uh, eventually, I want to play 4 and 5 on stream, but a Persona game requires a time commitment. 5 is, would be a... You know, uh, thinking about that, that's the only one that I've played. Mm-hmm. 5. Pumped 120 hours into the it. The only one I've played. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's like you put a lot of hours into yeah. those games, but I could see it being really fun on a stream because mm-hmm. there's so much different shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like your your, your audience could tune in one day and you're you're sitting at hot pot with your friends in your room, yep. having hanging out. Next thing you're they're tuning in. You're on a date with a nice young lady or, or a teacher. Or, yeah, <laughs> the school nurse or fighting a giant green dick in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know. Who knows? There's so <laughs> yeah, many activities. Ride, man. Yeah, they're a ride. Um, they also announced the Persona 5 Tactics game. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you know, I know you said this looks maybe a little too chibi, a little too credi- kitty for you. I'm going to check it out because I like those characters. Mm-hmm. And I got to give it to Atlas. Like, one thing I like about them, and it doesn't always work for me, is that they put out a Persona game and then they sit Ooh. back and they go... <laughs> let the open the floodgates they look around and they go okay fellas the main game's out let's get fucking weird dancing game (laughs) fighting game fucking karaoke karaoke game (laughs) how about uh just a beat-em-up game and now a tactics game and it's all set in the same continuity and it's like you know do you know how stoked i would have been steve back in the day they put out final fantasy 7 and then a year later, they put out a Final Fantasy VII beat-em-up. And then a year later, they put out a Final Fantasy VII dancing game. And then a year <laughs> later, they put out a Final Fantasy VII tactics game. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just you, would, the you would buy all of those. Yeah, Fuck absolutely. yeah, bro. <laughs> Sick. Um, I don't particularly love Sea of Thieves. The fact that it's getting a Monkey Island crossover, though, pretty sick. Yeah, these these announce these type of announcements never really do much for no, me. I'm I know not gonna I, it's play fine, it, it's, but it's was... like that and the the Microsoft Flight Simulator and Dune. And what's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all fine. It's cool, but eh, yeah. It, look, I didn't see that and go. Well, it's time to get into Sea of Thieves. I just right. like to see Monkey Island getting true play. that. It, um, that is nice. Yeah, true that. Um, Fallout seventy six. No, thank you. Um, thank you. Sinua's Saga Hellblade 2 looks insane. Yeah, the graphics in that game are are really nuts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm play that. I'm gonna play through that person with Cindy as well before mm-hmm. that that one yeah. comes out. Although, dang, I kind of wish we could both play it. Can you pair two sets of headphones to the same TV? Probably. Is that a thing? Yeah, probably. So both play it with headphones oh, on. Oh yeah, because that that audio experience is something. It's, it's the one of the few games where I'm like, do you have to play this up with your headphones on? I um, no other way. I'm going. You know what you do is you get a splitter. Yeah. So you, you plug the splitter into your controller. Plug the two headphones into the, the splitter. Good idea. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm here for. Solved. Um, that's another game I'll be playing the first one on sp- stream. I'll probably do it in October for Spooky Games Month because it's not a super Good idea. long game. No, it's sh- um, short. They showed off Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Yakuza 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a cinematic trailer, but it's funny as fuck. It's goofy. <laughs> yeah. uh, also uh, they, out they, early they, next year. You mean there, that I could be 
Steven, you mean to tell me I could be getting fucking DP'd by Final Fantasy and Yakuza <laughs> early next year? I better get the holes ready. And if you want to get real freaky, put Persona in there too. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to be getting, a hard time breathing. I'm going to get be getting fucking spit roasted by Japanese developers. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm stupid. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, wait for that, though. Um, it's going to be turn-based. It's the the RPG style. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, there was a Starfield trailer and an entire Starfield direct afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Starfield. Yeah, that's what we're going to end with. Because <laughs> there is so much shit that... I cannot wait for this game dude it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts a bitch early 30 frames um lame i i'm a frame whore god it just feels like kind of a step backwards but with I that think it's said, too big to do 60 it's bethesda it's a huge massive fucking mm. game i get it you know what i mean like i'm gonna i'm gonna get through it that it, it'll be fine um the game looks fucking fun as fuck <laughs> dude and like the crazy ships you can create with all the different modules and mm -hmm. the bases and the different planets uh, how many different planets did they say there are oh my god don't even ask like i don't even know hundreds and it's a it's an interest no th uh, over a thousand planets for players to visit well every planet won't be filled with life-changing quests and some will some will be barren besides some resources to collect Bethesda has crafted a galaxy that is filled to the brim with places to go. And they used like this interesting combination of procedural generation and handcrafted in combination. And mm -hmm. like the space combat looked cool. The different, the way that gravity works differently on every different planet, you know, based on the kind of planet and its proximity to its, its sun or moon or whatever the fuck. Insane. Insane. This space combat with like boarding ships and yeah. things like that yeah mm -hmm. it's gonna um, be fucking awesome man i'm i'm really excited i'm stoked this this is going to be the moment xbox fans have been freaking waiting for for yeah, yeah. years and it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be cathartic it's gonna be great it's gonna be getting nines and tens I you hope. know i and i gotta say this i have it has been a long time since I've described a Bethesda game as looking like this, uh, as as in this way. But this game looks gorgeous. Like the Bethesda engine that they used for like uh, fucking Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout Three, Fallout Four, was showing its age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, way back in the day on the 360, but they just kept using it because it was. Uh, you know, it was what they used, and it didn't matter because they were knocking it out of the park, selling a ton of copies. They needed to upgrade that engine, and they did, and it looks really good, which is nice to see, you know? Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to be flying through the stars, fucking my, who, my created character, Vladi Divok, in, in space, baby. <laughs> Vladdy Divok, not Captain Shepard. It's it's a, it's an interesting day. Well, listen, I'm gonna have a couple of characters, Steve. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, man, I'm really excited about that one. 
obviously. Nice. And, and it's great that I can just get it on Game Pass, too, you know, mm-hmm. the first day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the, the, the collector's edition is well worth buying. You know, it's probably a safe buy. Mm-hmm. If I had the money for to buy everything I wanted to, I, I would absolutely yeah. buy that, This too, is going to but... be one of those things where I have to make the financial decision, right? When the mm-hmm. time comes, I'll have to sit down, have a talk, look at myself in the mirror and go, all right, dude. Do you want to play Starfield early? Of course. Five days early? Awesome. But you can just get it on Game Pass. And then, you know, we'll have to decide at that point. I I do wonder if, fuck, I'm three months from now, I'll be at the gas station about to get out of my car texting with Steve, and he goes, I did it. I got the early (laughs) release version. And I text him, yeah, me too. I'm about to be streaming it. (laughs) Not on this one. Even though I'm very excited for it, I'm going to hold fast to this. This is is why I got game pass you know this is why i pay for it yeah and like they're not showing a lot of the story but Mm -hmm. it seems like there's a cool mystery to the story that they have shown yeah you know like the story in skyrim it's it's fine it's everything yeah it's all it's the journey in skyrim Mm. finding these random quests that are epic as fuck or whatever same thing in fallout you know what i mean like space baby but yeah we're in space The, the adventures are gonna be insane it's going to be so awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just I can't wait for Starfield. And like I said, like, you know, uh, Xbox over the years have been acquiring all these studios. And a lot of them are known for Western style RPGs. And now we're starting to see that pay off where the Xbox showcase, like I said, is mainly RPGs. And they even threw in a couple of JRPGs for a weeboo like me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh, and I did. I did want to say one thing. I think it's hilarious that CD Projekt Red chose to show the Cyberpunk um, expansion at the Xbox showcase. Oh yeah. And I guarantee you that's because PlayStation took them off the store. Yeah, they were like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. <laughs> we'll release it on there. I mean, we're not gonna. <laughs> cut they need out. the money now. Yeah. We're not gonna cut out that profit margin, right. but uh, yeah, we're not gonna let you show it at your showcase. We've got to fund the next 16 Witcher games that are coming and out. Cyberpunk too. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, man, uh, good, a pretty good show. I think I, I would say neither the Xbox nor Sony's necessarily like blew me out of the water. But there was um, plenty to. But have there's me lots to yeah. like. Yeah, lots yeah. to like on both sides. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to own both consoles. Me too. And this is the first time I can say that in Since in quite a while. Since the, you know? the Series X came out, I mean, yeah. I say that, but we've had a lot of fun on our series. Oh, we, no, I love my 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 console. Yeah, I just like in terms of getting a game that I can only get on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Been a while, and even this, you know, coming out on PC. Bless those PC boys; they'll be able to play it in mm-hmm. sixty frames right away. Bastards. Yeah, well, they might be able to, and they might try to play it in sixty frames, and their computer shuts down, and they get a blue <laughs> screen, and. Then they got to rely on some white hat hacker to put out a mod that fixes it for them. And then they load into the game and it freezes. And uh, you know what I mean? Like Jeff Keighley's lawnmower man face just uh-huh. shows up on the screen. <laughs> Have you considered a Series X? <laughs> uh, well, all right, buddy. We, we managed to get through it. We did it. We did it. Some slight technical issues there. Yeah, but, nothing uh, too bad. Yeah, um, we got over it. Oh, man. So when I was before you uh, jumped on Skype so we could record, I was going through and, you know, opening up articles and trailers and stuff just so I had it all ready to reference. And 
Nint, uh, IGN had an article on their um, website that's like, oh, n huge Nintendo eShop on sa uh, sale going on. Tears of the Kingdom gets its first price drop. And I said, ooh, but here like we go. But it's like $1.50 off? <laughs> it's $62.90 instead of $69.99. Oh, well, you know. Seven, $7.09, seven baby. That's better than the first time the Dead Space remake went on sale for $5 off. I was like, come on. Yeah. That's EA for you. <laughs> I know. Best you know, the one thing that sucks about Star Wars Outlaws is it literally if I waited like two months after it came out, I could get it for 15 bucks in a sale. Oh, yeah. Those, you know Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubisoft games fucking go on sale immediately. Ubisale. Yeah, man. I got whatever the last Assassin's Creed was on launch day with the Series X, and it was already 20 bucks off. Yeah, right. How is that possible? Heavily discounted. They got a business model over there, weirdos. <laughs> All right, guys. So let us know what you thought. Were you excited about anything that was on any of these conferences? Did we miss something that you were excited about that we didn't talk about? Let us know. Hypotionpod at gmail.com. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Leave us a review for Christ's sake. Hey, shout out Fernando. I Thank you, you, Fernando. I saw you left a review, buddy. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Hey, congrats to uh, Nader Goat on your PlayStation 5, buddy. Oh, boy. Nader got the PlayStation, baby. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. That's a, that is a hand that is a small batch podcast when we're singling out single reviewers and our buddy that finally got a PlayStation. Just small batch podcasting you guys are listening to, all right? This is the good stuff. See ya. <laughs>